Welcome to the podcast. Every week I'll share leadership thoughts, books I'm reading, or tools I'm using to teach leadership skills. I believe everyone has influence. Every family, school, church, city, country is determined by its capacity for effective leadership. So let's jump in. Welcome to our leadership podcast. Hope to give you something to think about today. And today I'm going to introduce our language of leadership development through five pictures, five tools, five visuals. And one of the values behind these visuals is when you are leading someone and you've used these tools and they can communicate the usage of these tools back to you, you know you have a tangible feedback, yes, I have, I have been clear with them. I have taught them something. And one of the reasons that we decided a number of years ago to use what well, we have now limited to five tools, there are actually more. They're actually, because visual is the universal language in many ways. I mean, we all understand pictures, no matter what language we speak. Because of that, uh, I mean, there, there is a power to sitting down with someone that we didn't used to have. So we introduced these, and I'm going to walk through these as an introduction today. As you uh, engage in Provoke live on Tuesdays, the first Tuesday of the month, you'll see us use the learning circle. I'll come back to that in a moment. Every single Provoke live will have our learning circle tool used in it, if not other ones. You will also see, if you come to Pizza Paul and Mary, our, which are our Provoke studies, where men and women come. Right now, we're leading these at noon on Tuesdays at CESO in Austin Landing. You're welcome to come. They go from 12 to 12.45. Dewey's Pizza is free, provided generously by CESO. And uh, people come during their lunch break, and they engage in this study. And you'll see used there not only the learning circle, but we'll also use the semicircle. The semicircle is, imagine a horizontal line with a semicircle on the bottom that has an arrow that sort of like a metronome goes back and forth between work and rest. And the semicircle is a tool to determine what season of life are you in right now. Are you in a season of work where you are producing fruit? Or do you need to be in a season of rest where you are being pruned? And Jesus said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will bear much fruit. And so we have to go in our life on a daily, weekly, monthly, seasonally basis in a rhythm of work and rest. You cannot work and bear fruit all the time. The tree that does that will not bear fruit very long. It has to have a season of pruning. It has to have a season where, especially with the imagery Jesus used of a vineyard, for the sun to get into the vine, the leaves have to be pruned back or it'll never bear fruit. And we have to have the leaves of activity pruned away from us for a season. And you'll learn that. You'll learn the value of rest and work through the visual of the semicircle. We also learn the triangle. And if you think of this, you think of our Heavenly Father, God at the top, and then go down to the as you're looking at it, a triangle, the lower right hand 
where you gather your identity from that, and then you go across the base of the triangle over to your your life, your work, your obedience comes out of your identity, then you'll learn what the essence of the triangle is about, and that is that is that that our life, our work, our obedience, what we do has to flow out of our identity that comes out of our relationship with our Heavenly Father. If you do it backwards, if you try to work first and not settle your identity, then you'll tend to try to work for your worth. You'll tend to try to live for your worth. In a religious setting, you'll become legalistic because you'll try to earn your worth before God and settle your identity out of what you can do. And this is a critical delineation. The triangle is powerful because it is also used in the up, in, and out imagery. Up being the top of the triangle, our relationship with God. We're, we're all trying to build and strengthen that. In being, we have people in our lives that we mutually receive support from and give support to. And then out being the expression of serving in our lives where we serve the world, we serve the people in our lives who who are blessed by our servanthood. And, and so the triangle is a powerful tool in that way. Sometimes we just, we just talk about it in the context of, is your relational life balanced? Up toward God, in toward their, your significant people in your life, and out toward the people in your life who, um, who need your service, who are impacted by, by your service. So, so far we have the learning circle. I'm gonna come back to that. The semicircle and the, the triangle. The next one is the leadership square. And the leadership square has four quadrants to it. D1, D2, D3, and D4. And this teaches the process by which we have our leadership, our abilities developed. D1 is the state in which the leader says, I do, you watch. And at this stage, we are merely having modeled for us the action of whatever it is we're trying to learn. D2 is, as the leader says, I do and you do. We do this together. We process this learning curve, this leadership responsibility together. D3 is you do and I watch. I, 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 I say, okay, I'm coaching you in this stage but I'm not supporting you at the same level that I was at D2. And then D4 is the stage at which I do, or you do, and I let go. I let go. You, you are now empowered. You have fully received the delegation of whatever action, of whatever leadership responsibility that I was initially training you in. Ken Blanchard originally developed what he called his situational leadership model, and that is all this is. And you're going to learn a lot about the power of the leadership square. For years, before we had smartphones, I would keep a color copy of the situational leadership square in my wallet. And I cannot tell you how many times I would sit down with someone at a lunch and I would say, okay, where are you in this process? Are you at the conscious or unconscious incompetence, D1? I don't know what I don't know. 
Are you at D2, the conscious incompetence? Now I know what I don't know, and I'm, I'm not very good at it. Are you at the stage of conscious competence, D3, and that is, okay, I'm, I'm learning how to do this, but it's not natural yet? Are you at the stage D4 of unconscious competence? I, 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 I'm able to do this now. It, it comes more naturally to me. And I can't tell you how many times that I sat down with someone and pulled that out of my wallet. I can tell you it is a powerful tool to, to go from the process of training and supporting and coaching and then ultimately delegating to someone. And you'll learn a lot about that during this leadership training. So we have the, the leadership circle, we have the, the semi-circle, we have the triangle, we have the square, and then we also have the matrix of invitation and challenge. So think of a horizontal line being the invitational aspect of leadership and then the vertical line of a matrix being the challenge aspect of leadership. And this is the tool we use to help us assess, do I have a balance and an integration of both challenge and invitation in my life, in my leadership? Jesus led out of challenge and invitation. In other words, he was full of invitation, grace. He was a safe leader for people. But he also challenged them, truth. And this is the tool we use to walk people through the essential integration of leadership and challenge. For example, if you have a high challenge and low invitation environment to your leadership, people are going to get discouraged because you're always challenging them. We've all probably experienced coaches who really challenged us, but man, they were transactive leaders. They were not transformational leaders, and they didn't pour into us, and so it became discouraging. If you have a very high invitation and low challenge environment, it's a cozy environment. People are going to love you, but they're not going to grow because they're not going to be challenged. But if you have a high challenge and high invitation style to your leadership, that's what transforms people. That's what develops people that you have an empowered environment in that case, and that was Jesus, and we use that tool for this purpose. Now, every time we're together, we can utilize the first of these five tools, and that is the learning circle. In the learning circle, imagine a circle with a horizontal line at the top, and where that horizontal line meets the circle is where this significant event has taken place, and we dig into it. We dig into what happened, at that event. What happened in that teaching? And we dig, what was going on inside of me? Then we discover, okay, here is what I discovered about myself through that teaching, through that session, through that event that took place in my life, good or bad. And then we discuss it with someone. We get intentional, maybe within our circle, and we say, okay, let's process this. And then we decide one thing we're going to do as a result of what it is we discovered and discussed And then we come out of that event having grown. And what's defining about this leadership development, uh, the learning circle, is we're defined by what we do, not by what we dig into and discover and discuss. We're ultimately growing because we do something with what we've experienced. And that's why at every gathering we have, almost always we'll, we'll cover the leadership 
I'm sorry, the learning circle. That's why at every Provoke Live we have now, we're going to cover the learning circle because we want to make sure that you don't just have holy huddles where you get together and you discuss the things you've dug into in your life and discovered, but that you actually do something about it and you grow. Those are the five tools, the learning circle, the semicircle, the triangle, the leadership square, and the invitation and challenge matrix. And you're going to learn those and you're going to grow because you learned those as you learn to lead in such a way that you develop people who develop people. Thanks for listening. Tune in every week as we continue learning and growing in faith, in life, and leadership. And if this has been helpful to you, subscribe and spread the word. And I will talk to you next week.